Hey everybody, how's it going? It is the Fancy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. We are recording once again from just outside Boston, Massachusetts. It's Wednesday, we're back. Um, life got in the way as we definitely anticipated, so whatever. But this will be the last week where, where well, our rugby gets in the way. Yeah. So our season for, is ending. At least for a while. This weekend, so. Right. So we will be much more consistent with our showing up and not being a bunch of bums. Um Let's let's open some beer. Oh yes, don't have to ask me twice. As as we established, everybody, make sure you check us out on on uh, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. That's the word. Um, make sure you email email your questions and tweet in your questions to me and Ben. Um, we do have a few to get to in a new segment, and we will get to them probably towards the end of the show here. If not, it'll be a separate chunk that I'll 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 split off. Depending on how much time we spend on this stuff. Okay, so let's get to got a lot of meat to to get into before we get down to the bone here. Lots to chew on. Yeah. Um. So, hearing in Australia for the man we we won't give a name to, um, found guilty of a high level breach, which means he's probably done. Uh, he was probably done to begin with, but nothing. Yeah, this is kind of the official. Yeah. Like. We have legal standing to yes. just end to, your contract. Yeah, and most of, and a bunch of the players have come out and said, if if he's on the team, I, I'm not playing. And there's some good players on that list, so well, maybe just don't have him play. Yeah, that that's the risk you run when you have uh, beliefs kind of, that run into yeah. reality. I mean, and you know, we talked about beliefs for one thing, but just spreading hate is just something we don't need to do. Yeah, there's no need. That and if if you're Religion has you hating people or, or any, yeah, any any belief you have, especially religious, though, uh, you, you can do better. Like, yeah. find, find something slightly different. There's, not, there's, no, there's no room for hate. You can have no. your beliefs um, as long as they only affect you, but, but as soon as you start affecting other people. Right. So, and yeah. that's the, yeah, that's, that's the risk uh, you Affecting other people, people for who they were born to be or born right. at, or, you know, that's, that, that's the thing. And people aren't yeah. going to want to play with someone like that. No, not in today's world. There's enough. There's enough bad shit going on in the world. We don't need to manufacture. Yeah, stuff let's not add on to it. Yeah, right. let's, let's yeah. reduce that. So, so that sounds like the good. The good thing happened with that, which is you know, <laughs> no, no complaints out of me, man. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, world Cup referees, <laughs> and I I saw the list before you. Yes, you did. Um, I, I I saw it, but I didn't really look into it. Until just now. Until until just <laughs> I recently. Didn't even really think about it. And it's kind of um, it's kind of an alarming list, I will uh, to say the least. There's going to be in Japan an invasion of a foreign species. <laughs> Hopefully, they do not take over, but it appears that they will. Right. Um, oh. that, that species, of course, is the whistling frog. Right. And even even looking at this list, reserve res, re, reserve referee. It's funny that this happened too. He made some bad decisions this weekend, and I had said it, and mm-hmm. I was about, I was like, oh no, not this guy. He wasn't referring to Saracens match, but I just saw him, and I'm like, oh no, not this guy. He's gonna make some bad, stupid decision. You watch. He did, Matt Carley. Yeah. And he's the reserve referee. If one of the other referees gets pulls up lame or something like that, yikes. That's terrifying. Like no no you said it no no Jacko no Glenn no Glenn Jackson right and that that's 
Yeah. I mean, so John Lacey would have been like the Irish representation, but John Lacey's retired from mm-hmm. international refereeing. I think the last international job he did was the series down in um, New Zealand like, with the French. So that's fine. Paul Williams is still a good one. Ben O'Keefe's good. Uh, Piper, uh, I actually, honestly, over the French referees, I would have taken uh, Mario Stradivestesen. Over the over at least one of these guys, yeah, well, and I, then Glenn Jackson, obviously. Right. So there's no excuse. There, there's there's twelve referees listed. Mm-hmm. Four of them are French, and there's no way you can tell me the, the those four are four of the best twelve referees in the world. Oh, well, if Garces is on there, no, fuck no, fuck no. <laughs> exactly. And and, the, I, I, and Raynal, like, <laughs> 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 like each is worse spinning. than the last. Yeah. It, it only gets worse. Yeah. It's pretty awful. It's like I'm going through that. Oh, the Garces. Oh, Plot. Right. Oh, Reno. Oh, back to Garces. Oh, yeah, just... right. <laughs> exactly. And then what, Al- the, what are they doing? Alex Ruiz is a is a is a touchy is an official touchy as well. So that's worrying. I like seeing Carl Dixon in there. I think he's still got a little bit of shaping up to do in terms of how he's going to referee a game and establishing um, how he's going to do it. But um, I do like to see him. Uh, at least we got Barnes and and. Barnes, Gus Gardner, and um, Nigel. Nigel. Yeah. Uh, those, to me, those should definitely be three. Maybe Luke Pierce. Those four should be in the semifinal and final conversation yes. automatically. Yeah, I agree. Anything outside of that, assuming it's not their country, end of story. Done. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's... Although it will be interesting to see, depending on, you know, those, for those French referees, one thing that I, I've... I've noted with them and, and said it in the past is they do like an entertaining game, <laughs> which they'll yes. force the game to be entertaining in their minds if they have to. So if you have uh, a match that's, you know, a tier one team versus a tier two team and you have right. a French referee, um, be prepared for some fireworks. Right. If, if you're a, a, maybe if you're a wagering person, uh, you might, yeah. You, you might want to uh, take the take the points. <laughs> take the line on, on the under. Yeah. Take the line on the underdog. On, on the underdog. Time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and you, you might do okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that, that might help for gambling purposes. <laughs> About it though. Other than that, yeah. You can have some frustrated tier one players. Yes, I think it's. I hope I hope it doesn't detract from the matches. Unfortunately, the last one. Not the last, yeah, the last World Cup, we had a very terrible referee that made a very terrible decision that detracted from a fantastic quarterfinal mm-hmm. match between Scotland and Australia. And again, I established it before. I was bombed watching this match. <laughs> and I don't know bombed, but I was definitely drunk. Right. And I saw I saw the decision. I was like, I might be drunk, but that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I hope it doesn't get to that point, but God knows it probably will. It will. Well, that's unfortunate. What are we going to do? Right. Okay. Um, something more local. Uh, this is something that I have a strong opinion on, and um, I heard it recently, and I was pretty appalled when I heard it, and I ugh, a lot of bad thoughts ran through my head, most of them concerning anger, but... <laughs> so, um, Nova Scotia High School, Nova Scotia, if you don't know where it is, it's a province up in Canada. It's actually not far from uh, Massachusetts in terms of where we are on the uh, the globe on the line there. Yeah. Um, so, their high school athletic association canceled all rugby, and that's 50 schools. Wow. 
that would that that are having their rugby taken away from them, and it's the reason because that they're doing this is because that they had one study that was found that was self reported concussions, like they counted them, um, and rugby had more than hockey and soccer, and this is self reporting. Right. It's number one. Yeah. Okay. Number two. It also so self reporting is 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 a bad way to do it either way, you know. And I understand that self reporting is kind of how you have to do it at high school level, but still, it's this is probably an inaccurate way to go about it. Just the same. Uh, number two, we're talking about you know these school, these schools have like 50, 60 kids on the rugby teams, and you can't tell me there's that many kids on a soccer or a hockey team. No, no, so, not even. Right. Not close. So we're talking about, so what the, and I heard somebody talking about it, and they said it basically breaks down to one player per team per week. Maybe. That's, yeah, that's. Maybe. Right. Maybe. So I was like, mm. and actually, and I don't even know if it's per week. That might have been per like three or four weeks. I, I didn't hear the, the per right. time period. Um, so yeah, basically it's been skewed pretty heavily. Right. Well, it's also rugby. I feel like, cause I, and, and this is partially cause I understand the way that, that organized rugby has gone. They're very big on, on self-reporting concussions. Mm. They don't yes. want people. I mean, I, I've, I've seen it happen, unfortunately, way too many times. You don't want kids dying. No. Cause they got a concussion, a real bad concussion and they kept playing. Like they, we put in these protocols, not because you know, and and the good, the, the the great thing to me about rugby is, you don't have to play every match, right? No. You see it at every level, not, you know, well most levels. Some 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 of the you know college and whatnot, you'll have people who know this person's never coming out of a match, or they're always playing. They might come out, but they're playing every week, right? But even at the highest levels, yeah, you give guys rests, um, mm. and that's helpful for the club, and it builds depth too. So they Absolutely. want people to self-report. They want people to be healthy right. when they play. I don't know how hockey treats it because concussions aren't – I mean, they're, I'm sure they're, they're prevalent in hockey, but, like, when you see a major concussion, you know it. But the minor things, the minor dings, guys just kind of get up and, and, and skate away. Right. And, and nobody's the wiser. And, and same thing with soccer. Yeah. Nobody's really – you know, I, I, you know they, they talk about heading the ball, and they're, they're taking that out of the game at younger ages. Yes, I've heard that, yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're self-reporting. They're worried about concussion, like you know. Yeah, they're not. They don't do that. So of course, rugby is going to be higher, higher than everyone else because we are self-reporting because we're trying to self-police because rugby in this region of the world has a stigma. Right. And so it's 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 kind of it's hard to use those raw stats as a as a good reason to do that. Right. And and this this to me actually is com- should come. The people that should be commended for having this kind of number, and I'm not saying it's a good thing that they had this kind of number, but to have the amount of people that are reporting this, you have referees that are doing their job, mm-hmm. you have coaches that are doing their job, and coaches that are making it very aware that the kids and parents, you know, all four of those that that those four groups need to do the job in order to get the in in order to get the safety down. And rugby isn't you know as good as it should be or it could be. That's fine. I understand that. But to just take one study and have this this extra knee knee jerk reaction and say, "Oh, no more rugby," like I guess they had a conversation about 
um, coach education and how they can help get get the number down. Right. And I guess that was like three years ago, and that was the last time they had this conversation. Then the study came out, and boom, they this can. happened. Yeah. So. Well, luckily they 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 reversed the decision. There was there was an yes. appropriate outcry, and uh, and they got they got it right. Don't mess with rugby. <laughs> Do not mess with rugby in their family because it is a powerful group. And, you know, from the sounds of it, it sounds like kids were kids were very active, very peaceful, but very active in getting the protest out and be like, no way. We are playing. We're playing. We're not having this happen. Yeah. And I so I commend the, the province of Nova Scotia and all you rugby players up there in, in Canada and all the people involved. Um, I'm glad you guys were able to get the decision reversed because the higher-ups weren't even really consulted with this either. Mm-hmm. It was this athletic commission that made the one decision. It's like, and like even the higher-ups are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Time this out. This is what we were talking about. We, <laughs> we didn't have this conversation at all. Let's right. let's let's talk about this first. So, um, and you know, take it, a it, deep breath here. Right. But th- so if I said that this was, if this was ice, if I said this was ice hockey, you know, and mm-hmm. people people were just. I think the reaction should be the same thing. Like this is a knee jerk reaction. It's yeah. not. It's not that it's rugby. It's any sport taken away from a kid for one study that's a that you just overreact to is absolutely asinine. Yeah. And I I hope this doesn't happen again. I hope people take this and they learn from it and say, all right, let's not have these knee jerk reactions. Let's have conversations first. Because conversations are the way we progress, not mm-hmm. these right. overwhelming. Well, again, you know. it's the stigma that rugby has. It's the, mm-hmm. you know, at least in America, and I'm not sure how it is over overseas. Um, I don't think it has nearly the stigma that it does here, but probably for not. Good, no. For good reason, though, it has it here. Is, is that there's a bunch of uh, drunken thugs who want to smack the crap <laughs> out of each other um, on and off the pitch, and it's mm. not that. It was somewhat like that. It was. It was just that culture was kind of ending when I was started starting to play, um, and it's definitely one of the things that that kept me in the sport was, and it was one of the things that kept me out of the sport to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, up until then, and uh, I was happy to see that it was going away, but the stigma still exists. We've still seen that with uh, the University of Delaware rugby team. Yeah, that that got canceled because of a, a party at the quote-unquote rugby house that nah. didn't really involve them in, in, in a fight. Directly, but... But it because it was at the rugby house, even mm-hmm. though it was, I think it was... The, pretty sure it was the, the football team who, who started a brawl oh, with, with some people. Um, they're not going to punish the D1 football players. They're going to punish the club rugby players. Yes, because they don't make any money for the school. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and that same thing, that, that eventually was, was reinstated. Yeah. And but it's, I mean, it's going to take the brunt. It's it's because of the stigma, right? That's and still prevalent. I mean, I know that when I was at school for rugby, any time there were more than five of us at an event, it was considered a rugby event. So you got to be careful. What the hell you do, guys? Yeah. Just be careful, okay? End of story. Um, so yeah, good on Nova Scotia and all the high school rugby players up there. I'm glad that they were able to respond in a peaceful way and get a result out of um, this the situation. So good on them. Um. Some some farewells we've we've we missed beforehand and and have occurred since that mm-hmm. we need to probably uh, note uh, a lot of players kiss, kissing rugby goodbye or their teams goodbye at the very least uh, this year. I mean, most most notable was this week. Yeah, James. I mean, Haskell. this is the uh, this is the the week where uh, this past week and then the final the last week couple weeks, yeah. where it's their last home match with their club that they're either leaving or retiring. 
And so, yeah, there's a little bit of the the, the tears and the clap-offs right. and the, About, the, the I mean, pictures on the touchline and all that. The 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 man that announced his retirement on Instagram and, mm-hmm. and Twitter this week. Because that's how he does. The budgie smuggler, James Haskell. Haskell, and I'm going to miss him. What what a what a class act just just as a person just as a person never never mind how good he's been at rugby and how long he's been doing it and all the accolades he's got he's gotten he's gone on the lions tour he played for england he's just a, a world-class human being and the game owen farrell's best friend <laughs> those videos were amazing <laughs> <laughs> i love those videos when they were on tour that was great um but yeah just as a as a, as a person he's He's going to be missed as, as 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 a person in this game. I know he's going to probably He'll try stick and stick around. around and do something. You know, he has House of Rugby that he continues right. to do. Can, which can, can we can we drop Healy and bring in? Ah, uh, I would. I <laughs> wouldn't. You wouldn't get argument out of me. So for the, for those who didn't hear that, I don't know how how, how quiet that was. Let's let's get rid of Austin Healy and bring in James Haskell yeah, as the uh, no argument the, the color me, commentator. Because man, he knows my he knows it, and he's much more entertaining and he's much much less of an ass yes fact 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 um he's not gonna be whining about caterpillar rocks every fucking time he sees one yeah i mean listen the, the i have my point about caterpillar rocks and it's usually that the ball's out when in when they're saying it's in but that's mm-hmm. it that's usually yeah. my my issue like balls hanging out on i was like yeah that ball's mm, that ball's out. out let's let's play that yeah. shall we that'll that'll speed the game up fast um so yeah haskell calling it good uh Couple of series guys, a few series guys stepping away. Yeah, three. Bosch and Berger potentially played their last home game at Allianz. Berger might get into the playoff team. We'll see. Yeah, that's on. He's on the line. Yeah. Depends on what happens. Um, but Cello Bosch, uh, the gentleman, and one of the better looking boys in, yes. <laughs> in the Saracens. <laughs> um, Poor, poor Bashi. The, the, he was supposed to walk out with the kids, and one of the kids was not having it. <laughs> not having it. He's like, "No, I'm staying here." And the other one's like, "Well, if he's staying, I'm staying." <laughs> he did get a picture with with his wife and, and the kids right. on the on the field afterwards. So that 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 was nice. Um, <laughs> he walked off, and then he had to come back on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got an injury. We need you. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, so you got two. I have a beer um, in me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> He would have done right out. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but and Berger, so Berger came off, and there was a guy on the sidelines wearing a Stormers jersey, which yeah. Berger yeah. used to play for. Right. So I was so like, oh, took a picture well, all right, there we go. Yeah. I think he saw that and said, "Dude, get over here." Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was cool. And then Dave Strettle's going to call it a career as well. Um, Strettle's seen a lot. He's played for England. He's got a couple Champions Cups to his name. He's played in France and made himself some cash on top of it all. And he is. He's definitely one of the he's he's a quiet guy for the most part and he's definitely one of the guys that you can lean on. You know, we we saw it in the Champions Cup match for Munster. Mm-hmm. Maitland had to drop out. Oh, no problem. Yeah. We have Straddle. We have Straddle. Uh, you know, can, and, can he's, lock up and he's always he's always a guy you can lean on. So um you know, not unlike our old friend Chris Wiles. Yeah. You know, just so I'm 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 sad to see him go, but I understand the needs, and we got plenty in the pipeline. So I'm glad. I hope he just continues to pass on his knowledge as he goes. And then um, one more, one final person that we have to note, and it's not somebody we follow heavily outside of Six Nations and Champions Cup, but Rory Best yeah. calling it calling it a day, and as expected, what a what a sad what a sad day it's going to be for for Ireland to see him walk off for the last oh, time. That's that's harsh. Yeah, it's going to be. 
it's gonna. It, what are they gonna do with Hooker? Right. They've always had best. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! I mean, Cronin's okay, but he can't throw the lineup for shit. No. Um, and I know they have some other guys, um, Scannell, right? And I'm sure they have someone in the pipeline because they gotta. Um, yeah, they def- I mean, they definitely have stuff in the pipeline. Yeah, but, but still. it's not best. No, it's not Rory Best who you can lean on for 18, 20 yeah. years. Good God. It's going to be weird not seeing him. Yeah, it, it, very. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how not, that's going to look, how when, that's going to... Yeah, when the two hook, when the number two shirt is tried out there for Ireland and it's not Rory Best, it's going to look weird. It's going to look very weird. So, uh, yeah, hat, definitely hats off to Bestie. He's, he's been a class act on top of the fact that he's been a fantastic player and a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so just on the note of Bosch and his kid not having it, um, I don't know if you watched the Crusaders match, but so Karen Reed played his 150th game for the Crusaders, and he has two older ones and a younger one. The younger one, he was trying to hang on to the young. The two older ones were ready to run out. They're yeah. they're much they're they're much older. They're like, yeah, let's go. And the younger one was just, he's trying to hang on to his hand, and the younger one is just bawling <laughs> and throwing a fit. He's like, "All right, come here. I'm picking you up. Done. All right, let's go." And he's just ah, just having a freaking ball. Oh my god, he's having a tantrum. I was like, "Sorry, poor reader. This kid's gonna look back at that picture and be like, man, what an ass I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little turd.' Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Just want just wanted to note that, that too. little kids are turds. It happens. They don't. Happens. They don't know better. <laughs> no. It's okay. It's not their fault. <laughs> it's, it's scary, man. You're in a big stadium. I know that was my thing. Cheer. I was it's just loud. like, man, there's like, a lot of noise and there's fireworks and like you see the, the you're in a strange place with just the, dad, not mom. Right. The NFL players when they take their kids to the Super Bowl or something and they they, they have the uh, the noise canceling headphones. Right. On them yeah. The, put those suckers whatever. on, man. I yeah. understand that. Yeah. Like Drew Brees had a picture right. with his kid. That's what. That's the first one that comes to my mind. But yeah. So. Um, Lots of milestones, lots of lots of uh, lots of dust going around. Lots yeah. of dust going around. So it's really cool. Um, well, to the prem. Um, do you want to talk about the thing that happened before or after the the Newcastle relegation? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. So, not to, to spoiler alert: Newcastle's relegated. If you hadn't uh, known, yeah. I mean, they were virtually relegated. I don't know. They they didn't rock up, and then they picked a they picked an unusual team for this for their match against Gloucester, in yeah. my mind at least. Um, that's just me saying. That's just me saying it. I think maybe Dean Richards might have said we're screwed anyways. Yeah. Let's just throw guys out there that I feel like give them a whirl. Um, so yeah, Newcastle yeah, relegated. Um, with that, who do you think? It sounds like Mark Wilson's already got something set up for himself to go on okay. loan to Wasp oh. for the year. Well, they that would be perfect for them after losing Hughes. Right, right. So they'll have another back rower to replace replace Nathan Hughes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like he's got himself set up. I there's a few players I can't imagine are gonna stick stick around the club. A lot of the internationals. Yes, and and I mean even tier two internationals like Takalua and Sonati and yep. Ganova. Right. You know, big big. Big players that were big for this team this year, and I, was Dakalua hurt? I mean, why would I have no idea why he didn't play? That yeah. that was the head scratcher for me. I I do not know. I can't imagine if he was healthy that they wouldn't have played him because right. he wasn't even on the bench. So, um, if Mark Wilson Mark Wilson's done, so let's just put him on the wasp already, even though if it's not confirmed, whatever. Um, from the rest of the Newcastle teams. Which two players would you want 
if you're if you're like if you're either Irish or whatever, wh- whatever team you want, whatever team you want to pretend to be, which two players do you want? I mean, I want Sonati. Yep. Definitely, absolutely. Like, there, there's no question about that. The right guy course. can can do a, a shitload, um, and he, he's he's a danger every time he touches the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, versatile, all that. Um, and then uh, McGuigan. George McGuigan. Yeah, yeah. He's he's certainly. I mean, we've just as you were talking about. It's incredibly valuable having uh, a hooker who can hit every throw in the lineout. Yep. Um, and McGuigan can do that. He's good in the loose. Um, he, he's just a very handy player to, that he's someone I'd want to have. Okay. Um, I'm not sure I like that. the picks. Yeah. Th- those would be my two. How about, uh, how about like you? Picks. Um, if I need a, if I have a young scrum half or I need a backup scrum half or if, if I have, a, if I have a young scrum half and I need a veteran or if I need a backup scrum half, I'm taking Takalua. Oh yeah. There's that's. I'm taking Takalua. He yeah. is. He was class the last, especially the last half of the season. Mm-hmm. He was world class. Um, outplayed Mickey Young hands down. You know, there's a reason Mickey Young's not featured in the team. Whether or not he's been hurt, I don't care. I would have played Takalu all day. No, easily. Yeah. So, and most guys know that. Um, another one that I'll that this one will surprise you, and um, I want because I've already taken a, a back. I would I would take Gonova, but I'm not going. But I want to take a forward, and if I'm going to take a forward, I want to take. Callum Green. Yeah, that was, yep. Solid, so, solid number, solid jumper. He can run a line out, mm-hmm. which not every second rower can do. And he's just, he's a, a guy you can lean on week in and week out. He doesn't usually, you know, he's not quote unquote good enough to play internationally, but listen, there's a long list of guys that can do that that are still fucking high quality. So exactly. let's not, let's not like give that's that a, that's a, that's label a, to it. And lock, it's a, it's a difficult thing. To say. In England. That's a, there's a long list of, of locks. Certainly yeah. for England, who uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah a... even even just on Saracens, <laughs> like yeah. you could have good. a really good log, and he's not getting that much playing time. Right, he can't break into that team because of the guys that are sitting there. Um, he's waiting for the international duty to come up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would take I would take Callum Green. That takes uh, Tani Takalua, big time. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. I mean, so there's there's four players. We each chose two different players, right. Who are handy players. That could help a lot of different teams. Right. It's it's mind blowing to me that with all that, um, plus Mark Wilson, plus Mark Wilson, they're going down. Um, but at the same time, every team is like that now. It, it, it's it, it, it's it, it, hard to find a team where I mean, aside from uh, Leicester, it's hard to find a team that that there's you wouldn't take like four or five guys and be like, yeah, I, I, I want. Yeah, that. yeah, and they, um, Freddie Burns talked about it when he was on Pod Pod. Uh, this is a damn good team that's going to the championship either way. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what bottom three, four right. teams. Those there was a damn good team that was going to have to go to the championship, and they're going to throttle whoever they play. Yeah, even if they lose a few guys, they're still going to throttle whoever they, they, they play. They probably will. So, so they'll be back up next year, right? Um, but can we and can we talk about the London Irish? Their move, like they're making a lot of moves. They're they're looking. I mean, it's going to take them a little bit to to work with each other. So Absolutely, they're, they're probably going to have a rough go of it early on. Yeah, but continuity is going to be a problem. They're they're a team that I will not want to play late in the season. No, they're going to not unlike Bristol. Yeah, you know, right. Bristol's doing very well now that they've got everybody gelled. Um, they've kind of found their form and their formula in terms of who starts, who be, who's on the bench, so on and so forth. Um, speaking of which, let's get to the Bristol Sale match. I watched it. Um, it got fucking spoiled for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it kind of did too. But I was like, I want to watch it. <laughs> um, 
Very good match. Uh, both teams had a shot to win it at the end. I thought, and that guy, that referee, I thought he got a decision a little wrong. And I understand the decision, but I still don't agree with it. Okay. Which, and uh, it was, it should have been a, it was on a counter. Callum Sheedy and Chris Ashton were getting into it. Ashton had been kind of a dickhead. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, so the two of them got into a tussle. And um, after Sheedy had been pursuing, there was a kick back. I don't remember who kicked it. Either Solomon or DeClaric, James, whichever one it was. Uh, Leua field, fielded it and basically took off down the sideline. Mm-hmm. And Sheedy and Ashton were in the middle of argy-bargy, um, little scrappy-dappy-doo. And I think Ashton ended up with a shirt over his head. <laughs> a little hockey fight? <laughs> yeah. Um, and all, all while this is going on, Leua scoots in. But, you know, it was kind of started by Ashton, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she should have done what he did, but Ashton kind of started it. I say, fucking let it go. And so, so Carly ends up calling we've back seen that try. Before. We've seen that a couple times where they uh, they might call it back if there was some, some foul play or yeah, some, some happened, handbags actually, going on. Yeah, it happened on. in one of the Saracens matches, if right. I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I thought I didn't, I didn't like the decision. Um, to me, play it, play the damn thing on. If Leua doesn't get over the line, then come back to it. Yeah, he comes, but really, it's it's you were bad, you were bad. All right, <laughs> cancel each other out. Both of you go to the bin and stop being stupid. And done. Try awarded. Be done with it. Uh, so, uh, and that would have given Bristol uh, the lead at twenty twenty two. So, because mm-hmm. uh, they had seventeen, and they were they were been ahead, and then. And then both both teams had a shot at kick to win. Didn't didn't happen. Um, both missed, and I was surprised that they were able to. There was at one point I thought for sure because it was the same thing that happened with the <laughs> the Hurricanes Highlanders match when I was like, "Don't screw around with it in your own end. Get the hell out <laughs> yeah. of here!" And they gave away a penalty, and I thought for sure they were done. But um, point being, I think I think it was Bristol that was screwing around with their own end. I mean, it's tied. Freaking kick the if it's in your own just end, just kick time. the ball out and take the t- take the two. And I appreciate Pat Lamb's style, and that's what and that's probably why they didn't kick the ball straight out. But they almost got burned. Yeah, <laughs> got lucky. Fuff to Clerk has the slightly stronger leg than. Well, McGinty, they're trying to they're trying to get missed. the top six, so they're right. They're they're looking for the 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 win, not yep. just the tie. So it, it makes sense from you know they they don't have anything to lose. They're not they're mm-hmm. not getting relegated. No, they're so not. No, they're it, not. It, you know, the, the tactics kind of make sense there. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, it's still a little bit of a. <laughs> it's like yeah, you're risking dropping the points you got right now, and I understand that they probably they probably actually need to win in order to keep yeah. top six alive. So I can appreciate that. But yeah, sometimes it's like mm, let's um, let's not lose this match. Yeah. How's that sound? Um, so, but it was a good match. Draw twenty twenty. Uh, Bristolians can be very very happy about the way their team are going, and I think next year is going to be year. very interesting to see what they do. Yes, it will. So the match that spoiled this, the last one for you, Quinn's Lester. I actually didn't get to watch this. Okay. So, um, so in this one, the the story for me was was injuries, and and this was was seemed to be the case all around. Quinn's, Jesus. Um, the uh, there were three HIAs in the first half. Good God. Um, Guy Thompson and Mike Williams for Lester. Yeesh. So both their flankers. Yeah. Um, neither returned. <sighs> um, yeah. It's too bad. I and, like Guy uh, Thompson. Uh, Vainu 
and Ilya for for the Quins. And only Vayanu returned. Oh, Vianu, yeah, Vianu, I saw him. I um, couldn't I couldn't believe he was back. I was yeah. like like I thought for sure he was done for the year. And Rob Shaw uh, hyperextended his knee early. Rob Shaw. And uh, but he he I, he stayed on. It looked bad. It was it was a really he, he's a tough bugger. His leg was pinned, and somebody basically put all his weight right on the knee. It, it just it did not look good. I don't like him as a seven, but he is a tough bugger. Yeah, he is, and he stayed on and, and did okay. Um, discipline was poor. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Clifford got a yellow card, which I, I didn't like. Really? Yeah, I didn't like the decision. Uh, I, <laughs> he's not somebody my, that strikes me as a yellow card. I know. Person, my, so. well, my my note was that I didn't like the decision by Barnes, probably because it's Lester. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. Uh, what do you do? Um, and uh, Oluwafela got got injured late too. So there's there's, there's just a lot going on. Jeez, um, yeah. The 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 story of this game to me was was mostly those, those injuries. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it was it was a fairly good match. The Quins, the Quins looked to be in control. Um, what is it? Oh wait, I'm thinking of a different game. Um, <laughs> but the, 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 yeah, the Quins were, were pretty much in control mm-hmm. for for uh, the, the early on, and and Lester came back and made it a match to just and scored with uh, I think it was like almost it was the 83rd minute I think mm-hmm. where they scored a try um, to make it close to make it close to okay. to get the bonus point and that put and that and that's what they basically were shooting for because they didn't want to get caught by right and that, that that put them ten points above. Um, Above Newcastle, which yep. pretty much doomed Newcastle. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it was an entertaining match. Um, like they, I did not appreciate, and they did it in other matches too. I didn't appreciate the the spoiling of of the other concurrent <laughs> matches. Um, yeah, but what are you gonna do? Get on, get on BT Sport about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, usually they're actually pretty good. Usually like earmuffs, guys. Right. This one was just like oh, over and blah blah blah. This is happening. No, 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 no like, don't say that. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah right. so I'm like watching the end of, of the that the Quinn's Tigers, and it's like, oh, yeah, they tied over. In, and it wasn't even like they said over in there they tied. It was basically like, oh, 2020 draw over with uh Oh, God. They didn't give me like, the oh, preface. Well, like, whoa, whoa, thanks, whoa. whoa. Dicks. At least give me a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> Jerks. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Um. Saracen Storm against Exeter Braves. <laughs> oh, sorry that 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 actually is the the, the first team. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. So basically, I think Saracens and Exeter had a gentleman's agreement. We are not going to put out first team guys here because you have a European final to worry about, and we're not going to put up our best guys against your your shags because that's not going to really do us any good. Yeah. So they put some. They put. I mean, I had to add a lot of new names to the yeah. database. So I was like, damn it. <laughs> Who but are these guys, um, it was cool to see guys like Don Morris freaking shine. He got two. Yeah, uh, your your old friend Alex Lewington with two well, on a wind assisted kick for one of them. Oh man, that <laughs> that was the assisted. most bizarre kick. It, it was like that, that was the weird weirdest wind assisted try ever because <laughs> the assist was that the wind was blowing against them, so the kick yeah. was like hard into the wind and the ball just hangs up there and then it starts moving backwards and it bounces away oh, yeah, yeah. away from Exeter <laughs> right into the head right of the Lewington. He's like, hey, hey, look what I got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give Lewington credit. At least he was pursuing the damn kick. He's in the right spot. So, <laughs> he I did mean, that. hey, yeah, the, the, what was my one issue with him earlier in the year was that he's not good under the high ball. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he found it. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't exactly the same situation, but it was... Hey, he, look what he found at yeah. least. You know, Off the bounce, right to him. Right. There and he goes. There was, I mean, there was... Still some, it's funny, I saw all the names, 
listed. I'm like, I still know most of these names, mm-hmm. even though this is our shags. Right. So, I mean, because we had to play, we had to play a lot of guys when the internationals were going on. But um, Malin's shined at he ten. Did. He did. He really did. Uh, makes me happy that we have him and we have a plan B for right. when a nice backup option. Farrell has to go away on international duty. And Malin's has played other positions too. He's, he's not just fullback, a ten. Yeah. yeah. So he he's he's versatile. Yep. It's not just that's the only place he can be. Right. Um, Nick Tompkins did a, a great job. As he usually does. As he usually does. But but there wasn't a, a, a drop-off that we've seen in the past mm. when there's not uh, Barrett around to organize the defense. So true. Um, I'm not sure if that was Tompkins that was doing it, but um, hopefully it was. Cause I mean, he had Cello next to him, yeah. which so helps as helps. well. Yeah. Not a, not a terrible option if you don't have Brad Barrett to stand right. next to you. Um, you know they 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 had some good they had some good performances from some young guys. Um, they pulled Will Skelton early, thank God, because <laughs> well, it looked like he was about to get himself to. in trouble. Yeah, he was getting he, he getting himself he was in getting serious a little trouble. The, he was getting the, a little the, hot. The early yellow card was just silliness on his part. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he he timed it poorly, and if he was a younger player or I should say less experienced player, mm. you'd be like, all right, you know, just calm down. But he knows better. Yes, and, he and especially even after that, he came back and he was still hot and he was yeah. still causing trouble. And it's like, you can go get him now. Yeah. Like, you you can go get him now. <laughs> let's, let's, let's have a seat. Let's, yeah. Let's, thank God. Let's yeah, get him off. We need, we shot. are going to need you next week, this week here. Right. Just we chill the fuck out, dude. He, he could not take a, a, a red at all. No, I was not. I was not prepared to deal with what the hell sanction was going to come from that. No, thank you. No. So Saracens pick up the win, thirty-eight-seven over Exeter. Exeter, you know their their team. They had uh, freaking what's this kid Caulfield scores their only try, and you know they had some they had some good pieces that good young pieces too. So, I mean, if you want to know how to do the whole academy thing, mm-hmm. if you're an English club, maybe go but, study at Exeter are, and Saracens for a little while. It, but even the the Exeter Shags weren't really that much of Shags. I mean, Cowan, Dicky, Moon. No Those are guys who are not just like oh they have a cap they're, they're internationals they're internationals right now <laughs> right I mean it's not I don't know that the uh, the Saris didn't start one international player uh, Skelton does have caps too he name. does so, that's true so is the Sequoia technically technically but they're not they're not regular they're not no they're not know, in the regulars right now I, I don't know that well Skelton might have his bags packed for for Japan I, I um, if Michael check is smart he's putting him on the plane. Right. End but, of story. But uh, and Ezekwe might, but who knows? We'll see. Uh, Cowan Dickey probably does. Moon probably yep. does. Yep. Um, and then they, you know, even some of the other guys towards the, the back. I mean, Steenson, Cuthbert, Witten. These are guys who are regular players. Yes. They're well, not, they're not, certainly not the Shags. Dolman got right. whatever number cap. I think it was one fifty or two, some high number for mm-hmm. Exeter. And they talked about the guys that basically have been there since the get go. It's been him. Yandel and Steenson since the since they got promoted, that's it. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, and so good on good on those guys. Yeah, uh, but oh yeah, and then we had the debut of Manu Vernapola. Yes, another, <laughs> another one. one. <laughs> <laughs> He's the back though. There's a difference. Weird. <laughs> it's a cousin. That's why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not the same parents. <laughs> Um, I I enjoyed seeing Jack Maunder play for uh, Exeter. You know, they talk we talk about young scrum halves in this in the in England. He's on that list. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's not he's not quite up there with Spencer, but man, he's he, he's good. His service is good. You know, he's got an 
add a little bit of flair to his game almost, and then he'll be he'll be good to rock. And I think he'll be um, he'll be one of those names that people start calling out regularly for an England shirt. Okay, um, so Gloucester Newcastle, mm-hmm. we we know the result. Yes, we do. Um, did you catch any of it? I did. I did. Okay. I didn't take any notes on it, but I, that's all right. I remember them now. Like, as soon as yeah. I like kind of saw the, some of the scoreline, I was like, oh yeah, now I remember that game. Yeah. Um, what fascinates me about Gloucester mm-hmm. is that, uh, and I, I've noticed it over the over the couple, the, you know, the, the weeks of the year as, as it go, as it's gone on, they run almost every time they run the same play. Oh really? They oh yeah, you did run, text me that actually. Right. Now that I think about it, they're either running blockers or double blockers, which is just a, a you know a, a crossing pattern off the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, outside players running unders, um, inside support players running in overs. So um, and then they'll, they'll so they'll run the one blockers, and usually that that starting point is um, they'll have the eleven just outside Cipriani, who runs okay. an unders line, cuts cuts underneath him, and then you have Cipriani on the overs. Uh, taking it wide. Right. And then you have the the blockers with the 12-13 outside of that. Mm-hmm. And that that was how the um the first try was scored on that that second blockers. And then um Cipriani's score was they ran the same play and that outside defender um the the one who was just outside Cipriani. Okay. Didn't commit to Cipri- to anybody. He kind of just stood there. Oh, jeez. And Cipriani well, cardinal just, sin, just, dude. Just ran right cardinal at, sin. Right. Cipriani runs right at him, and he kind of just kind of stands there, but he's not paying attention to Sips because he's like, "You're going to pass the ball. I know you're going to pass the ball because you're Danny fucking Cipriani." And Sips just <laughs> runs right right behind. Jokes him on you. Right <laughs> I mean, which is fine. That's not his response. It's not his responsibility to make the tackle. Um, but maybe commit to a guy. But maybe, yeah, maybe make a commitment and, and make Cipriani so, make a decision instead of, oh, I'm just going to run right here for a try. Jeez. Um, yeah. Cardinal sin on defense. Commit to somebody. doesn't matter. If it's wrong, it's wrong. It's okay. Yeah. Commit to the freaking guys. Come just on, man. kind of lost out there and frozen. Uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, no Willie Hines in this match. No. He was he was injured. Yeah, Okay. So I kind of figured I was like he's yeah, been a he, pretty consistent hurt. starter for them, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm I was a little shocked to see him out of the out of the lineup there. Um, but yeah, uh, Ben Morgan looks like he was a beast. Banahan had an intercept try. I heard about that. Yeah, uh, Banahan making up for his shit performance the week before. Yeah, he's had a pr- he's had pretty uh, underwhelming performances the last few weeks. Yeah, to I be mean, fair. there it was again that same. Um, and this is kind of what, what triggered it for me was when I was watching the match from last week too. I was like, oh, I've seen this play like a million times, but they kind of slowed it down and they showed the one that, that Banahan ran the wrong line <laughs> on the overs uh, for the, for the, for the blockers. And Cipriani put a beautiful pass right where Banahan was supposed to be. <laughs> and he wasn't Whoops. there. Um, which kind of pissed me off because I was listening to the, the pod, 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 and they were talking about how Sips had a bad game. And I'm like, Sips had a fucking great game. Yeah. Banahan fucked everything up. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, Banahan came back and and, uh, and made up for it. Yeah. So good on him. Slater um, and Mostert, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Beast, mo- beast mode as they are. Um, so Gloucester take care of Newcastle. Newcastle go down. Uh, sorry, long, guys. Long. Gloucester, Gloucester cement. I mean, they already were in the semifinal, but they cement it. They're probably a three, which means they're probably going to Allianz. Oh, they're yeah, they're they're a three. They're definitely so, they're and definitely a so three. that's probably that's probably that. Um and then the last playoff spot, the last one that's up for grabs, might belong to the next team that we're gonna talk about, and that's Northampton. Northampton against Worcester and Worcester are safe and they just said, Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and Northampton <laughs> pounded them at Franklin's Garden, yes, it they sounds did. like. 
So uh, Nairo I didn't get a chance to watch this one. Um, it sounds was like just, Nairo just had his way. He did. Uh, it was it was to the point where the ball was getting was getting out to Nairo and the crowd, you could hear it build. The like, <laughs> go, 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 go. Here it comes. Here it comes. And, yeah, I mean, the, his first try, uh, they basically isolated him out on, on, on the wing. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was um, on the goal line. Um, and so they were, they were the, the normal pick and goes, pick and goes, and blah, blah, blah. And um, then they spun it. They were on the, the right side of the field, spun it left. Um, some shit pass, but it, effective in that it, made its way to it him. Got, it got there. And he kind of picks it up, dusts it off, says, sees the, the wing in front of him, and he's like, uh, you move. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then um, everybody else is like, oh, shit, now he's got a head of steam. And, yeah. <laughs> and he's Good out luck. And, and you're just not stopping him. Goodbye. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. And kind of similar fashion was his, his second try. Um, just bowling over people to, yeah. to score there was people much are just like never mind go yeah he, he wasn't in nearly as much space but he did the same thing and just pulled people over <laughs> wow um, what a unit what a, Cor- and he's gotten he's gotten himself back and he was a little chunky when he got to Northampton, so he's lost a little bit he's of, on the, the skelton slash laws plan yeah 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 big time he's uh-huh. done he's done well and rhinoch had had a, an hia 10 minutes in good lord luckily he returned thank god um Venter eventually had the HIA, another HIA. Shoner, HIA. Like, again. Don't. Listen. Listen, guys. Don't break Jack Singleton. Yeah. We need him. <laughs> so so just. It, it was, Leave him it was alone. Just not, it was amazing, again, how many HIAs there were uh, Yikes. Yeah, um, this I, week. It has to be said. Uh, one guy I want I want to touch on, and it's somebody that kind of got pressed into service and has done a very good job for Northampton. Reese Marshall. You know, you're talking about. This is, I think, this is at least third, if not the fourth choice hooker for this team: mm-hmm. Hartley, Fish, Haywood, and this guy. So and he's not playing like it. Like no, he's, he's not. He's playing. He's doing very well. He's just saying, you know what? When Hartley comes back, or all these guys come back, I'm still going to be your guy. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. done very well. So I will. Get, you got to give him a lot of credit for you know taking his opportunity when it's presented to him. Yeah. So good on Reese Marshall. Uh, I like it. There was some. There's been some chatter about. A certain team in Coventry that has used too many players this year, and that's the reason that they haven't done so well. I think Northampton's used just about as many players, and Northampton seemed to have figured it out. So as long I as, call bullshit. Right. <laughs> it's not about how many players you use. As long as no. people know their role that they're supposed to, to fill, and mm-hmm. maybe if you have adjustments in for, for each individual player, that, that comes down to coaching. Yep. If you can sort guys out and, and – Communicate well with them, and and they understand what they're supposed to do. Absolutely, everything should work out. Right. So yeah, Northampton win thirty eight ten over Worcester, and they are in their own, in control of their own destiny for the playoff. Simple as that. You see, uh, by the way, we, somebody we've talked about a lot on on the pod, um, Hutchinson, made, this, made the squad. Yeah, get on him. He's he's going. He should. Going to he, Japan he should. He should be with with Scotland. So the guy's been. The guy's been a beast. He has. He got. He got Gregor Townsend's attention pretty fast with that one. Right, how can you not? Yeah. Right. The Sunday game, Bath and Wasp. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Bath. <laughs> I I had I had a feeling this was going to be a good game for them. They didn't start out fantastically, but they figured out the guys to put the ball in the hands of, and then off they went. Um. Specifically, two guys in the back in the back three. Actually, really three 
between McConaughey, Anthony Watson, who looks just as good as if he, okay. he, if he, he, right. if he hadn't left. He was all right. And Joe Cook and the singer. <laughs> it also helps to have that, that outside center, Jonathan Joseph. Jonathan there, Joseph. Who's, yeah, he's who, been great. Who did okay, too. I mean, unfor- but, I mean, speaking of centers, unfortunately, Jimmy Roberts was in a boot at, at halftime, which was pretty sad to see. Yeah. I, ugh, class act. Great, great player. Damn hard ball carrier. Somebody I I would never get in the way of. I'd be like, go ahead. <laughs> all you, dude. <laughs> no way. So, but yeah, um, Beth, get it done. And it was really good to see um, Cook and Singer and Watson and McConaughey all firing for them. And then, of course, the hero, Zach Mercer. <laughs> I freaking love this kid. I love him so much. Man, I, w- I, have, I was saying, I don't remember who the hell I was talking to, but I was saying before, like, Whoever coaches the next, whoever the next England coaches, I hope he's not as stupid with his decisions and personnel, and like casting off players completely. Like there are guys in this team that should be just be in the pool permanently, even if you don't use them constantly. Don't cast them off. Mm-hmm. Leave them as an option. If they come back into form, don't just ignore them outright. And you know that's sensible if nothing else in my head at least yeah and this is one guy that definitely needs to he should be in at least a conversation for a back row spot i understand it's very crowded back row i'm not I'm not stupid but fuck this kid's playing his freaking so balls off the the interesting thing to me is um when you have and, and this is kind of the opposite of of where i am with the fly half i like the fact that they they well England should have two very different style fly halves right. in, in Farrell and Cipriani. Um, but some of the other players, especially the forwards, I would want guys who are of similar style. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at a number eight and you have Billy and you, right. have, you have Hughes yep, and you got Mercer, <laughs> right? I mean, so, Mercer's a very different looking player. He is, but he's also... he's. But his his style is somewhat similar to that. He might not look a little bit different, but he's he's a fucking bully out there too. He is a bully who, who can yes. move. Um, that as as opposed to say, um, Mark Wilson, who is right. more. Well, he's just wrong. a stout. He's just a yeah. stout dude. He just you can't move him. That's no. what he is. But he's also not going to bully you over the line the way. Well, he's Mercer. not. He's not an eight. He's a six. Right. End of story. You know that's what he is. Um. So, but, yeah. but he's been used as an eight, so that's why. Right. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm they just... were in desperate times when yeah, they used him as an eight. So you know, they they needed. I thought they were going to use Morgan, honestly. Right. That, that so that baffled me when they used him. But whatever, it is what it is. Um. So in either way, in either case, Bath take care of business at the end of the game. They they put the ball in the hands of some of their best players, hands down. Coco Singer, Mercer. Um. You know, and they hang on to a victory. Not to say that Wasp played terribly, but they definitely let it get out of their hands for sure. Um. I mean, I, I I I love Will Rollins, and I and I think he's going to continue to be a beast. The try that never was is mm, oh, it doesn't exist. Gorgeous try, but, <laughs> but it was <yeah>. forward. <laughs> it was forward. <laughs> Let's just establish this. That last pass was forward. End of story. Yeah, okay. The line, the lines flat. in the field didn't help them. <laughs> yeah. The way that was graded. So sorry, guys. Yeah. It was forward. All right. Um. Let's go well, down. That was under. the same thing. That was back to What's sorry. Up? Back to my point about uh. Eleven. Fucking, um, oh, dum dum. Yeah, yeah. Austin Healy that going. Guy. Oh, there's no way that's forward. It's like you look at the where, where look at where the pass, pass was co- came from. from and where right. he caught it. Right, it was right. It was thrown right by the 15 meter dash. Yeah, and maybe like two steps in front of it, and it was caught like 10 steps in front of it. Yeah, um, problem. 
forward fucking pass. Yeah. Like, what and do you Bassett seeing? caught way in front of it, too. That didn't yeah. help it at all. No. But, and, I mean, appear, talk about appearances and, like, painting a picture. That right. was not a good picture. And the, 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 he kept saying, though, the hands are going backwards always. It's like, no. We I don't know about that forward. one. <laughs> like, what are you looking at? <laughs> fucking dumb fuck. Give him some glasses, guys. Right. Oh, man. No, just fucking replace him with Haskell. Yeah. No complaints out of me, man. No objection here. All right. Um, let's go down under real quick. Um, first game, Sharks and Crusaders. Wild game. Um, Kerwin Bosch might own that 10 shirt for the Sharks now. I'm not going to lie. It's a good thing well, Robert Dupree already has a place to go after this yeah. because I think Kerwin Bosch owns that shirt. Well, he, you pull off a... a, a, a he single-handedly <laughs> freaking tied the <laughs> bloody freaking Crusaders. Yeah. He, those are all his kicks. There's no tries from this team. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, no Richie Mwanga, but still, Crusaders l- l- didn't look that bad. Um, Karen Reed had a pretty good game. Uh, just, you know, it, the Sharks did a good job of just repelling the Crusaders attack and the every time they got close. Mm-hmm. Every time they got close, they found a way to get a pen or turn it over or whatever. And Which is amazing because that's like, you know, you're going up against a, a as clinical a side as there is. Right. You don't, you don't keep them out like that. Right. And I, and I s- kind of smelled this coming for several weeks. He was about to have a letdown game, and I was and I could smell it coming, and he did. Not a good one from him. Um, although the week before, he sat down Quagga Smith, so mm. hard to really bash the guy too hard. Yeah. He's, he, I don't know if you saw it, but boy, he bumped him. Bumped no. him hard and scored the try. <laughs> so good on several weeks. But anyway, um, so decent game. Obviously, 21-21 draw in Christchurch. Uh, worth the watch if you guys want to go back and look at both both draws that happened in Super Rugby this weekend were definitely worth the watch, um, despite the outcome and being that weird thing. Uh, Reds and Sunwolves. Um, is there a holiday that I didn't know about? Because it seemed that everybody was getting cards. <laughs> You get a card. And you get, you a, get card. a card. And you get a card. And it wasn't Gus Gardner that wanted to. Gus Gardner said at the beginning of the game, like, he had a real early conversation with him, like, listen, I don't want to be a focal point of this game. You guys need to be better. They weren't. <laughs> Sunwolves finished wow. the game with 12 on the field. They had a yellow card, two yellow cards, and a red card. Wow, wow. And there was a second there was a second red card for Masoera. Oh, that's okay. that's why he was terrible for your team. Yeah, I, like, I saw that. It was like a negative fourteen. I'm like, okay, that must be like a yeah, two yellow. It was two yellows. Uh, okay, it was two yellows. Well, um, that'll do it. Yeah. Oh, that will do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was was it? Um, oh, it was Harry Hawkins he got a red card for for the Reds. Okay. So if you look at the scoreline, you say, all right, Reds did well. Really? No. <laughs> like the Sunwolves' ill discipline cost them. And that was it. And they still only lost by six. And they went and to to their credit, when they got the the penalty that put them down to twelve and the Reds down to fourteen, mm-hmm. they went for the corner. Wow. They were like, We're going for the corner. And they you know, they didn't do well with it. They only no. had freaking three backs. <laughs> yeah. I think they had three I think they had three backs. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> plus their scrum half. Well that's that, at that point, don't you just put everyone in the mall? Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what I would have done. It falls out. This is what we're doing. If if we don't get this or if you turn it over, yeah, you're gonna put it in a try right. and R in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um Bryce Haggerty was uh, is oh. a beast as always. He'll probably be wearing gold shirt come uh, come Japan time here. Yeah, he's all over the score sheet. Yes, he is. He usually is. Um so yeah. I mean Reds they had to come back again against mm-hmm. this team. 
And if the Sunwolves had been just a wee bit more disciplined, then they would have won this game for sure. So um, listen, listen for the kids at home. I think they, I think the Sunwolves had four yellow cards, including the two, du- two th- yeah. including the double. Ugh. Yeah, not good, not good, not good at all. Nope. Hurricanes Rebels. Woof. Um, so Hurricanes jumped out to a nice lead. Yeah. And almost gave it back <laughs> in the second half. I mean, give the Rebels credit. They they came back. Billy Meeks came on and and um, injected himself into this game and, and really brought some brought some life to it. Um, Reese Hodge is a beast. We knew that, but he just he he certainly made himself felt mm-hmm. in this game. Uh, Quade Cooper still not a good one from him. Mm. Uh, starting to think people are starting to figure him out, so he needs to adjust. Yeah. You know, it's the old saying, you know, the league adjusts to you. Now you now it's your turn to adjust back. So right. he's got to adjust back if he's going to figure this out. Um, surprise, surprise, Lanane Lamape is a freaking beast and runs over people for fun. Yes. And he did, and he did it <laughs> on his way to a try. Like, didn't look like he should have scored it, but he cut in field and ran at least two people over, <laughs> if not more. <laughs> and I was like, wow. That's that that that's what he does. That is what he that's does. That's what he does. Um, yeah, Rebels were on the comeback trail. Um, Hurricanes jumped out to a nice lead. Bob yeah, they Barrett had, they had the bonus try. But they had, they were ready to <laughs> hold on to a bonus point, and they freaking gave it back. Yeah. Um, and Barrett it was immense in the first half, and kind of went away in the second half. Wes mm-hmm. Houston continues to be one of the best finishers in the game, but but they almost gave it back. Um, Rebels were on the comeback trail. It was nineteen to twenty six. Gave away a penalty just inside um, their own half, and Jordy Barrett nailed it to pretty much seal the deal. So, um, Hurricanes, hang on. Not the most convincing win, but we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. As a Hurricanes fan, I will take that. Um, Highlanders Chiefs. Woo. This... More injuries. Well, yeah, that too. Good Lord. Um, oh, big Smith. injury. Big injury. Ben Smith. Yeah. God, was... I mean, I'm glad he's not. I'm glad he's going to be able to get back for the World Cup. Okay, six to eight. Oh, so okay. okay. He's I, gonna he's gonna miss the rest of the Highlander season more than yeah. likely. Right. But it's. Uh, I mean, I'm glad he's going to be at least potentially healthy for the World Cup because they're going to want him, especially without without McKenzie, obviously. Yeah. Um, good replacement to have. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, but really, really scary, really scary. And, and that changed the game. Yeah. It was it, the 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 Highlanders had it in the bag, um, and then. Uh, Losing bet, I, 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 that's the one thing I could point to that, that's a that was a major game changing event, right? That allowed the Chiefs to come back into it, yeah. Because um, Mackay came on for Ben Smith or something to that. Effect, I can't I remember who came on. Yeah, it, it wasn't anybody. Obviously, it's hard to re- re- replicate the quality of Ben Smith. I understand, but like right. anybody that can even remotely replace that is usually helpful. And I'm not sure they even had that. Yeah, and uh, that yeah the. Um, Chiefs scored uh, three tries in the last mm-hmm. 21 minutes. Um, include, yeah, no good. Pretty much every 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 69, they were, 80. It seemed, it's, um, I like the Leonard Brown to Ardron try. That was a, that yeah. was a pretty sl- slick move. Um, Aaron Smith's try to, to Fattis was a, was a nice little piece of handiwork for just a little – it was just like a little tip on. He's like, right. yeah, here we go. I think it's going to land in somebody's hands. <laughs> that's that's like the thing to do now. People are really trying to do that, that, that tip, tip on, yeah. Um, just a little boop. Here we right, go. Which is, you know, hey, if you can do it, Risk great. Reward. The problem is that the people who, you know, something we were kind of talking about at training last night. If you don't have it, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True people statement. Are like, oh, I'm gonna try it. It's like, no, dumbass, you no, don't have it. That's like, not your. That's not in your repertoire. Not Knock it off. You are. <laughs> like, yeah. Knock it off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when 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 you're Aaron Smith, um, yeah, 
I, I think you're you're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Do very well. Um, Joshuani, if the All Blacks aren't looking to venture outside of the box in terms of another first five, as they call it, they might have their answer right there. He's played pretty damn well the last three or four weeks. He is. He's playing incredibly well. And he's had to because Bryn Gatlin's banged up. Uh, Marty Banks is banged up. So mm-hmm. they, they really need him to step up and be be their guy. He and was immense. To say the to say that he's done that is an understatement. Right. Um, been done very well for himself the last couple of weeks. Um, this game he was obviously huge, uh, huge huge game for the kid. Um, nailing some nailing kicks and scoring himself a try as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, hard to off. hard to hate on that. Nope. Um, so okay. yeah, Highlanders thirty one, Chiefs thirty one, and it was it was entertaining, folks. So if you are looking for a fun game to watch, that definitely had something. Um, go go back and have a have a look at it. More sister kissing this weekend than an Alabama Saturday. Night. <laughs> Something to that effect. Yes, about accurate. <laughs> oh God. Um, Brumbies Blues didn't get a chance to watch it. I know that Flaufaenga was the hero. Yes. Oh, three driving yeah. malls. He falls over three times. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what that comes down to. Which is. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? <laughs> kind of bullshit. <laughs> he scored three tries off a mall, right? But yeah, it's, it's but he he knows he knows how to drive that mall and oh, guide yeah. it. So um, it's a it's a value. It's honestly it's an incredibly valuable asset to have. Yeah, it's because you have to know how to exist at the back of the mall. Mm. You have to know your timing when you're gonna dive, when you're gonna, or when oh, yeah. if, if if you. Um, are going to break away, or if you're just going to ride that fucker in, you know, five meters deep in the tri line and just fall over. Yeah. Um, a little different. Yeah. And, and you got to know those things. So, yeah, it's, it is a little bit of a bullshit way to, to get a hat trick. But at the same time, three times is usually something going on. You're doing on something right. Well, right. that's more of like a, you know, your team's doing something right. Yeah. And you just happen to be in the right place. By, by the, by your forwards to beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Brumbies win twenty six twenty one. Maybe the Blues aren't quite to where we were hoping they were, but they are at least a little better than they have been in, mm-hmm. in recent years. So good on them. Uh, Bulls Wartaz. Bulls take care of business. Um, Wartaz uh, Dwayne Vermeulen intercept try and has just just has the gas to get himself <laughs> home. He's a monster. So even if you think you're gonna take him down an open field, good luck. So um, I can catch you. I can. Ca- uh, what do I do with you? <laughs> yeah. What do I do with this when I have a hold of it? Good Dog luck. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Dwayne Vermeulen obviously makes a big effect on them. Uh, Bulls play very well for themselves. Uh, can respond to a not so good showing last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Waratahs are definitely left struggling in the in the oh no department for what the hell do we do in terms of ourselves because they just uh, they can't figure out how to put wins together really. Mm-hmm. So bad news for them. Uh, 28-21 Bulls over the Waratahs. Good game for the Bulls front row as well. Uh, Guares and Stormers. So the big talking point here was a um, J.J. Engelbrecht knockdown that turned into a penalty try. Oh. Um, deliberate knock. Had guy, There were guys outside him. There's no way they were going to be stopped. Mm-hmm. It was a good decision. It was the right decision in the end. Yellow card for Engelbrecht. Um Stormers did did kind of make it close uh, with a try with a try for themselves. Uh, uh, Valimsa and Duplessis were both booting the ball well. They got fifteen or eighteen points, yeah, eighteen points off yeah, boots. 18. So 
you know, uh, I mean, if you need to stay in the game and you're not sure how, where the hell your tries are going to come from, you and but you are, have yeah, kicking opportunities, kicker. you better you better make sure you have somebody that can hit them. Right. They didn't miss one kick. They they yeah. Well, at least I don't I don't know if they missed any penalty attempts, but um, yeah, six six penalties and then they mm-hmm. converted the only try. Little, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know how we talk about bringing PKs to a try fight. Yeah, um, you, you gotta at some point you gotta yeah get one over the line usually. Right, yeah. you gotta have more than one try in that, that kind of situation. Right, yeah, and Jaguars can score from anywhere. Yeah, they're the type of team that can do that. So, and they were doing it. So good for them, including guys like Matera, who's a loose forward. So there you go. Um, so yeah, Jaguars went thirty to twenty five. They are climbing themselves up the South Africa Conference and putting themselves in the conversation. All right, pick them. It is time. It is Champions Cup final time. <laughs> and anybody that tweets me anything about this Champions Cup final, I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah. Um. So we have a we have a tournament, we have a tournament. and we have to, we have to watch it on replay. And I'm hoping to uh, keep myself off social media for as long as possible and <laughs> avoid any conversation so, about it. All you motherfuckers, shut your motherfucking gobs. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an amazing match. Um, this is just two teams that are playing very well in many many aspects of the game. Um, it's not just one thing you need to worry about for either team. It's a you know two world class fly house. It's a it's a backline that does great things for both sides. It's it's two national club teams. I know each basically. Other. I mean because well, they talked about you know it's you know. Test rugby in club colors, basically, yeah. and that's what we're down to, pretty oh, much. Oh, it's gonna be great! So this is this is gonna be a lot of fun. Oh <laughs> man, I'm I'm you know it's it's gonna be down to it's gonna be down to the very mar- small margins in this game. It really is. And if you lost the final last year, uh, Rossing just didn't show up. Right, Leinster didn't have to. Right. So it was a, actually a somewhat tame game. This this one will not should be a powder keg. This one both. Uh, there's no way that that either team doesn't show up. Right. Like these teams are coming. They're playing for blood. Yeah. And they because they both put shags out last week right. against against whoever the hell they played. So <laughs> like, like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. We got this coming up. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we're putting two weeks into it, and uh, I. I mean, look. I'm not. I'm never going to pick against the Saracens in, in, a, in a big match. Um, don't care who their opponent is. It's not that I. I feel like they're going to win because, fuck, this could go either way. It easily it's, could. It's more along the lines that I'm just not going to pick against them right, right. now. Right, <laughs> and I'm not picking against them either. Sar- back in the series Cause, because I want to see that trophy over our heads. Will I be surprised if it's Leinster? No. no. But will I be sad? Yes. <laughs> of course I will be. <laughs> will we be drunk while we watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Jesus, <laughs> assuming we watch this after both those matches, I'm, I'm right. planning on stopping and getting beer. So, <laughs> um, fire that thing up and hook it up. To, oh, yeah. HDMI cable. We need to bring one. Oh, yeah. That won't be a problem. Yeah. I, got, I have like five. Okay. Sorry. Don't. Anyway, never mind that. <laughs> different, different, different. Don't worry We're about sorting us. sorting shit out here. Don't worry about us. Um, all right. Let's go down under. Um, Blues Hurricanes. This should be fun. Uh, open match. Rico Iwani will probably be back in the lineup for the Blues, which worries me just a little bit. Um, but... It's- Still uh, the blues. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna. I'll back my guys, right. even though we're away from home. But yeah, um, hopefully they can kind of sort out their issues from the last time. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry too much. I think this is okay. gonna be a 
not right. so much a walk, but a, a light jog. <laughs> yeah, hope so. Um, Rebels and Reds. Uh, I, you know, if you look at form, you you got you would say Reds, but I'm gonna go Rebels because I think they're gonna take their second half against the Hurricanes and use that as momentum. The Reds did not play well last game. Well, the the Reds have been a, a, certainly a Jekyll and Hyde team, big time, and of course, so have the Rebels. This right. is like this could be this could go any number of ways. Mm-hmm. You could have one team show up and the other team not show up, and that could be either way. Absolutely, you could have both teams show up and it could be a fucking cracker of a match, or you yeah. could have neither team show up and it's just going to be dog shit all all game long. Yeah. Um. So in in that situation, I'm going to go with a home team. Fair enough. All uh, right, here we go. This will, oh, this will be an interesting one. Bulls and Crusaders in South Africa. Oh I mean, my. Uh, Moanga's probably going to be back. So I'm with that, I'm taking the Crusaders. And I'm... Uh, man, how can you pick against the Crusaders? <laughs> I guess like this. I'm going to take the Bulls. <laughs> you need catch-up work here. I, I have, yeah, I have yeah, a lot of I mean, work. we got a little bit of time until... Until we yeah. until the the stuff comes to a conclusion, not, but not you need long. to start making you need to start making some ground up here, right? <laughs> so I'm going to hope that the Bulls keep up uh, right. keep up their good work, and, and the fact that they're at home hopefully helps them, right? For my pick, yeah. <laughs> um, Highlanders Jaguars. I'm tentative at doing this, but I'm going to pick the Highlanders, even though they don't have Ben Smith, because I think um, they're going to figure it out with between their forward pack and Joshuani. And, and Aaron, they do still have Aaron Smith. <laughs> Don't forget about that guy. He's, yeah. Um, I I just have a feeling that that just seeing how different the team was when uh, Smith, Smith went off. down. Yeah, it's it's you have to have somebody outside the the ten who's really electric. Yeah, to make and, a play, and they don't have that now. Yeah, it's, I mean, we'll see if Nahalo's back. That'll be that'll be a big determiner. It'll, it'll help, but it's also the the yeah that that would be good. Um, yeah. If he's back, then that's. But Ben Ben Smith does so much. The, the he does. settling settling things down, fire like Comic he knows presence. he knows when to to bring it down. He knows when to, to bring mm-hmm. it up. Um, and and that level of leadership, you can't really replace. Right. So I'm I'm gonna go with the the Jaguares. Yeah. Go the Argies. I can't say I blame you. I, like I said, I was tentative to paint that pick. So yeah. we'll see. All right. I mean, know who you're picking, but this is a tough one for me because I don't know which team's gonna show up for either side. Well, <laughs> mostly for the Sharks. Yeah. Because the good Sharks team, which was what we saw last week and a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but the Bad Sharks team, bleh. And they're on the road. Right. Oh, man. Fuck you, Robert Tapria. Go away. I'm taking the Chiefs. All right. We're going to be consistent there. Um, can't keep finding myself a new fly because I think Robert Tapria has lost that 10 shirt. Carbon <laughs> <laughs> Bosch playing out of his skin. Uh, Lions, Wartaz. Lions off the bye. Wartaz. Staying in South Africa, um, traveling just a little further away, going going to take on the Lions after taking on the Bulls. I, I have more faith in the Taz right now. Wow. Okay. 
I'm going with Taz. Going to war, Taz. All right. Um, I think Quagga Smith plays in this game. I think Warren Whiteley plays in this game. If that's the case, I'm taking the Lions. And then a Sunday game in the Super Rugby, oh. which is weird. Um, Brumby Sunwolves. Can the Sunwolves pull it off, or are the Brumbies going to maul well, them until the cows come home like they did against uh, <laughs> against the Blues? Well, that's a good question. So I, I would guess um, Masare was out, right? He's probably out for this game just for one game, yeah. And so that, that to me, is, is going to be a major difference because right. he, he's there – their danger man. Mm-hmm. Agree, and yeah, without him, that, that really reduces the threat. I think with him, um, that would be, I, I would, I would lean Sunwolves, lean Sunwolves. Yeah. But without him, um, I'm kind of falling the other way with, with the Brumbies. Okay. Yeah. I don't disagree. The, the Sunwolves have a habit of putting in very good performances, whether the result comes out or not, and putting in really shit performances, pretty much in alternating fashion. So, right. I'm going to go with the fact that this is probably going to be one of their garbage ones. So they get, yeah, well, they I, get I think, whacked. I think they would have a shot at having a, a, a quality performance if Masaray was, was right, available. was available. Yep. I'm not arguing with you on that one. All right. So it was good to be back. Yeah. Um, important week to be back, obviously, with Champions Cup final and, and all that stuff coming up. Um, so everybody make sure that you check us out on Twitter. Um, I will have the... The stuff for Super Rugby this week, obviously, there's no there's no prem stuff. If you want to challenge the champion for the Champions Cup daily stuff, I'll put I'll put my code up. Um, but follow us on Twitter on there. Email fantasyrugbypodcast at gmail.com. Send questions, send comments, whatever. Leave us a review on iTunes. Check us out on Google Play and Spotify as well. Um, other than that, uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll be talking about probably one hell of a match. Yeah. So um, looking forward to that. And a good rugby, a good weekend in Super Rugby. So it sounds like it's going to be a good one. Um, other than that, everybody, make sure you have yourself a good weekend. Uh, get out there, enjoy, enjoy some rugby, and have a good one. Cheers. Take care. Cheers.